Hello and welcome to this episode of the John Henry Weston Show where we're going to be talking about the false prophet of the apocalypse. Now there's lots on the internet about the false prophet, the prophecies related in the last book of the scriptures known as Revelation or the apocalypse. And there's lots of quotes out there from Catholic saints and seers and whatnot about it. But when you're looking on the internet, you don't often know if these quotes are accurate, if this is actually what Padre Pio said, St. Catherine of Siena said, or some other saint said. Is this actually the correct quotes from the scriptures and how do we interpret it? Well, we're trying to sort all of that out for you here at LifeSite News. We've got a great priest, Father Frank Unterhalt from Germany, a meticulous researcher who went back to the original sources and is able to provide that clarity for us. So stay tuned for this episode. Hello, LifeSite friends. To celebrate the momentous overturning of Roe v. Wade, we at LifeSite have minted just under 10,000 brand new limited edition pro-life silver rounds. Each round is stamped on the back with an image of the Supreme Court of the United States featuring the date that the High Court delivered this historic victory. And on the front of our pure silver rounds, we feature LifeSite's logo, surrounded by brilliant sunbursts and draped with olive branches, and each round commemorates LifeSite's 25 years of pro-life, pro-family reporting in America, Canada, and beyond. These one troy ounce rounds are 0.999 pure silver, and LifeSite has just under 10,000 in stock. They're beautiful, historic, and forever enshrining the most important American pro-life victory of a generation. This first edition LifeSite Silver Round is the perfect gift for yourself or anyone you love that collects precious metals and is passionately pro-life. And each purchase helps directly fund LifeSite's pro-life and pro-family mission. This is the first precious metals collectible of its kind that is directly supporting LifeSite's worldwide mission that you know, love, and trust. And now it can be yours while limited supplies last. Get your one troy ounce rounds of 99% pure silver today by clicking the first link below and celebrate life with all of us at LifeSite News. Let's begin as we always do at the sign of the cross. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. So, Father Frank Unterhalt, as I said, a great Marian priest, a very holy priest from Germany who we're very privileged to know at LifeSite News, has written articles for us there. He's a meticulous researcher and has done this research for us so that we can stay on top of this very important story, which has garnered much interest of late. So, I'm going to relate what he has in his little essay, which is published in full at lifesitenews.com. Go there so that you can see not only his text, but also all the references which he provides, heavily footnoted, so that you can see all the original sources. So here is his work. There is a prophecy of St. Francis of Assisi in an authentic and renowned source, in which he, that's St. Francis of Assisi, speaks of the appearance of an apostate antipope in the time of tribulation. It says, quote, that someone who is not canonically elected and is infected with heretical wickedness at the turning point of that tribulation raised to the papacy would make a refined effort to give many the death of his error to drink, end quote. Also, it is in this sense that in our time, St. Padre Pio has entrusted to his spiritual son, the famous exorcist and now late exorcist, Don Gabriele Amorth, the following dramatic words, and I quote, It is Satan who has entered the womb of the church 
and within a short while he will rule over a false church. Saint Padre Pio knew the third secret of Fatima. It had actually been revealed to him four years before the little shepherds. You're going to want to check out the reference on that one. And Father Unterhalt continues, The well-known Spanish journalist José María Zavala asked Don Gabriele Amorth about it in more detail and summarized the conclusion of the dialogue as follows, quote, There were two recurring and interrelated themes. The great apostasy in the Church from its apex in accordance with the testimony of Cardinal Chiappi and the introduction of the devil to the head of the church by means of a pope under the control of Satan, end quote. In this context, Zavala referred to the exact correspondence of these words to the statement of Frère Michel, a great expert on the message of Fatima and author of a trilogy on the subject. He stated, now this is Frère Michel, quote, It will be the time of the decisive battle between the Virgin and the Devil. A flood of diabolical confusion will spread through the world. Satan will penetrate the highest levels of the Church. This will be the great apostasy announced for the last days. The false prophet who betrays the Church in favor of the beast, according to the prophecy of the Apocalypse. In fact, as Sister Lucia herself pointed out, this secret is revealed in the last book of the Holy Scripture. And in that book, the book of the Apocalypse, there is talk of the fiery red dragon. You'll read that in Apocalypse 12.3. Which is manifest in atheistic communism and of also, the book speaks of, the black beast in Apocalypse 13.1-2, which represents Freemasonry. Then it says, quote, Another beast came up out of the earth, it had two horns like a lamb, but it spoke like a dragon. It exercised all the power of the first beast before his eyes. It made the earth and its inhabitants worship the first beast. And that's from Apocalypse 13, 11 to 12. The beast, which looks like a lamb, represents the ecclesiastical Freemasonry that has penetrated into the interior of the temple, especially into the hierarchy. Its goal is to overcome the Catholic Church from within. Just a quick note before we return. If you would like to stay up to date on LifeSite's coverage of the latest life, family, and culture news, subscribe to one of our many newsletters by going to lifesitenews.com slash subscribe. And if you'd like to help us bring our truth-telling coverage to millions around the world, please consider making a one-time or monthly donation at give.lifesitenews.com. And now, back to the video. It wants and achieves, for a short time, the creation of an idol, a false Christ, and a false church. The reference to the hierarchy of the church is crucial, in which the mitre, with two horns, indicates the fullness of the priesthood. The beast that comes up out of the earth looks like a servant of Christ, the Lamb, but is a servant of Satan, the dragon. Thus, If the second beast is ecclesiastical Freemasonry, it is personified and literally elevated to the summit in the false prophet as its head, who is expressly designated as such in three passages of the Apocalypse. Apocalypse 16.13, 19.20, and 20.10. 
He is the pseudo-religious leader of the anti-church. Through grave heresies and despicable sacrileges, he advances the great apostasy from the top. He deceives and cheats the inhabitants of the earth, you read that in Apocalypse 13, 14, and wants to lead people to worship the Antichrist, whose direct forerunner he is, as you'll read in Apocalypse 13, 12. The former bishop of Fulda, the exegete of the New Testament, professor and doctor Edward Schick, has also pointed out this dimension in his work on the Apocalypse. He said, and I quote, The second beast's mission is the unlimited seizure of power by the first. For this purpose, it is ordered and equipped by the first. It is to lead people to recognize the first as what it claims to be, namely God himself. All his propaganda aims at this in words and deeds. It is a matter of religiously transfiguring the world of power of the Antichrist and getting mankind to pay him cultic veneration in turn. End quote. Bishop Schick accordingly speaks of a satanic trinity. It consists of the dragon and the two beasts. The first beast, which represents Freemasonry, is personified in the Antichrist. And the second, which represents ecclesiastical Freemasonry, in the false prophet. Their goal is the unrestricted rule of the world, the kingdom of the devil on earth. And I quote, The rulers of the world who had placed themselves in the service of the satanic trinity believe that the favorable opportunity has come to lead together the final destructive strike against the church of Christ on earth. The satanic triad doubles its propaganda for this purpose. End quote. Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen made it clear in this context that this agenda is marked by the establishment of a counter-church. And I quote, It will have all the notes and characteristics of the church, but in reverse and emptied of its divine content. There will be a mystical body of the Antichrist which will resemble in all its externals the mystical body of Christ. End quote. Accordingly, an anti-church, as its head necessarily needs, an anti-pope, who is the false prophet of the Apocalypse. The hostile aspiration wants to seduce people to, quote, accept a new religion without the cross, a liturgy without the hereafter, a religion to destroy religion, or a politics that is a religion, end quote, from Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen. Blessed Anne Catherine Emmerich, the great German mystic, has seen and described the rise of the pernicious anti-church. She, quote, saw how another dark church arose in Rome. And end quote there. In doing so, she used a drastic term that clearly demonstrates the apocalyptic extent of the event. Quote, but the whole house was dark and black, and all that happened in it was darkness and gloom. I also saw how very bad the consequences of this after-church would be. I saw it grow. I saw many heretics of all ranks go to the city. End quote. Blessed Anne Catherine Emmerich 
also saw the closure of the churches and the great distress of the Catholic communities everywhere. She described the spread of, quote, the dark afterchurch, end quote, as an implementation of the anti-Christian decisive struggle. Quote, the sect receives its signature from the apocalyptic beast, which, risen from the sea, dwells with it and drives to it to fight against the flock of Christ. End quote. Against the background of this apocalyptic period, the famous message of La Salette echoes like a loud and insistent warning, quote, Rome will lose the faith and become the seat of the Antichrist, end quote. We want to thank at LifeSite News Father Frank Unterhalt for all of his research in pointing out the authentic quotes from these various saints and from the scriptures so that people can have a good idea of what the false prophet of the apocalypse is written about both in the scriptures and from the many saints quoted. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the John Henry Weston Show. Look forward to seeing you again right here. God bless you. Hi, everyone. This is John Henry Weston. We hope you enjoyed this program. To see more like it, be sure to hit the subscribe button below to get all the latest content from LifeSite News. Check the links in the description to read more and connect with us on social media so that you can stay up to date with all the latest life, family, faith, and freedom news. Thanks for watching, and may God bless you.